Is this thing on? KRNU Studios. When I say Nebraska Cornhuskers, what do you think of? Our scarlet and cream college football team might come to mind, but across the state, harvesting season gives corn husking a different meaning. Nebraska's largest exports are soybeans, beef, and corn, agricultural products hailing from farms and factories across the state. Growing up, Katie Steffen loved visiting her uncle's farm in Humboldt, Nebraska, where she tended to the dairy cows and helped harvest and process their crops. Always really enjoyed that, and I think that was a big reason why I ended up getting degrees in agriculture and ended up adding on the grazing livestock systems. Welcome to 93 Counties, a podcast about Nebraska and the people that call it home. I'm Ann Gallagher. In this episode, we will explore the role of post-secondary education in Nebraskan agriculture by following the journey of Katie Steffen, a UNL graduate who explores her passion for agriculture through her ranching job in Brown County. Katie Steffen's grandparents were UNL graduates who started their farming operations in the 1950s. The couple bought some dairy cows and slowly grew their livestock business and their family. In 1984, Ben Steffen, Katie's uncle, graduated from UNL, got married, and went home to Richardson County to work alongside his parents. We partnered with my parents for many years, and uh, that was just a long and fruitful uh, and valuable um, partnership. And I think that's, uh, that's really what um, the whole experience has been based around, um, teamwork and partnership and mutual support in a family setting. When Ben's parents passed away, he, his wife, and his sister continued to manage the farm's agricultural processes, something he says is not an easy or straightforward line of work. In our case, I think my wife and I enjoy solving this puzzle every day, and it's kind of an all-consuming kind of thing. Um, that you know, every you start the day with a plan, and by evening you're reconstructing a new plan and thinking about new emerging problems and challenges and what's coming. And even with lifelong farming experience, Ben says his education provides a crucial foundation to his success as a farmer. Not only did he learn interpersonal communication through his time as a UNL resident assistant. But his agriculture degree taught him the importance of networking to learn about research developments and resources in the field. The value of a network is, is really hard to measure, but it's, it's very, very important. As I think about my educational background that trained me to seek out experts and seek out information to apply in our operation, you know, I just started that as I was in college, but just continued to expand it through the extension system, and other land-grant research institutions. Research is an important component to agriculture education and success. Brian Ryling is an animal science professor at UNL's College of Agriculture and Natural Resources, or CASNR. He says involvement on the college campus allows students to learn about evolving technologies that could benefit them in future careers. Uh, when you're in various classes and if you're interacting with those who are 
involved in research. They're going to uh, share with you some of their cutting edge technology, things that they have uh, developed and learned along the way that hopefully you can take back to uh, your own operation if you're going to go back to to a farm or a ranch. Ryling says a college education in agriculture encourages students to find innovative approaches to problems. This can help future farmers address the field's unpredictable challenges. One of the main uh, benefits that people receive when they uh, uh, get a collegiate education is it really uh, allows those people to learn how to think. Uh, to think out of the box, to think of new ways and how we can solve problems, uh, to see how people uh, tackle various problems in different ways. Nearly 40 years after her uncle graduated, Katie earned her degrees in agronomy and grazing livestock systems from Kasner. She says her times at the family farm were influential in her choice of major but she wanted to expand her agricultural knowledge before entering the job force. I had always loved school and loved learning, so I wanted to be able to continue my education, but I also didn't really know, have enough experience to know exactly what job would be the best fit for me, so that was something that college would be able to help me figure out. Katie initially planned to go straight to grad school, but didn't want to get burnt out after five years earning her undergrad. The summer before her senior year, she took part in a ranching internship, where she got hands-on experience with livestock farming processes. This opportunity influenced her to start the search for agricultural jobs before graduating this May. Taking some time to work would give me some much-needed experience and help me have a better understanding of how the concepts I'd learn in classes would apply to actually working in production agriculture. Throughout her college experience, she learned similar values to her uncle, understanding the importance of connections. Katie says she found a network of people involved with agriculture that she can refer to in her everyday life. Just having a lot of people around me that are interested in ag, and then if I have questions on things, I can go back to like my friends or professors from college and ask those questions and learn from them. It was one of these connections that landed her a job at Miles Feed Yard in Brown County. A peer from Ainsworth linked Katie to the job, which she started shortly after graduation. Katie says she's doing exactly what she wants to be doing, right out of college. Growing up, my dream had always kind of been to like end up working on a ranch or like a farm because I had loved agriculture and then when I saw the job position for this one and saw the description I was like that sounds just like what I want to do for now and so applied and got the job and figured out that I had some connections up here already which was really nice. Miles Feed Yard includes a grazing pasture for breeding cows and a feedlot for cattle to bulk up before getting sold to enter the food supply. The technical knowledge she learned in college proves helpful in understanding farming operations. Katie says while she's learning through her job, she can also apply concepts from her degrees. Understanding some of the concepts of like how the corn grows and how to manage 
the grass out on pasture, but then just also understanding some of like how cattle work and what you need to do to be able to take care of them. Her understanding of the corn harvest is also aided by her experience back on her uncle's farm in Humboldt, which is almost six hours from her new home in Brown County. September and October are corn harvesting season, so both Katie and her uncle Ben are finishing up this process from their two separate farms across the state. After two straight months of processing and moving the corn products, Ben brings some of it to markets across the Midwest. So it's getting moved from production areas to consumption areas where there are cattle, pigs, and chickens. You know, those are kind of, you know, that's where a lot of that goes. Ethanol plants um, are, a, are a big market, big impact in, in the Midwest. Meanwhile, at Miles Feedlot back in Brown County, the corn is processed in four different ways to provide diverse sources of feed for their hundreds of cattle. Katie says she's familiar with some of the harvesting processes, but working on a livestock ranch gives her new experiences with different processing techniques than her uncle's farm. I would say it's pretty similar, although earlier this summer or fall we had a little bit had some new experience with doing the earlidge and high moisture corn. But as far as silage goes and the dry corn, it's pretty similar. Though she is grateful to have found an agricultural community in Brown County, Katie says she might go back to UNL for grad school this spring, as she was offered a coaching position on Kasner's crops judging team, her favorite extracurricular from her time in college. Yeah, so it's exciting, but it's going to be really hard to leave my current job because I love it so much. Ryling says it's important for agricultural students to find their passion so they can more easily sort through all the job opportunities, which may require differing levels of education. Uh, if you grew up uh, around livestock and you like working with livestock, uh, there is tremendous opportunities uh, in that. Uh, some of those uh, require a bachelor, some do not. Some require advanced degrees, some do not. Uh, but I think it's important that you identify as something for which you are passionate, something for which you uh, believe in and are going to enjoy working in uh, down the road. Katie found her passion for livestock during her formative years at her uncle's farm. She says her education gives her skills to build upon in the field and knowledge of technological advancements that will prepare her for the evolving and challenging field of agriculture in the Cornhusker state. Figuring out some of those concepts then helps me understand when I'm at work, like why you have to do certain things to be able to get the outcome that you want. And while I didn't necessarily get a lot of like hands-on practical experience at college, I think it was really important for getting a foundation of knowledge about agriculture. This episode was hosted, reported, and produced by me, Ann Gallagher. 93 Counties is a KRNU Studios production from the College of Journalism and Mass Communications at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. Thanks for listening.